What is going on, everybody? My name is Theo. Wait, I've, I've lost my train of thought again. Dude, I'm so not with it today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rice and Slice Go Show podcast. My name is Theo. <laughs> the gentleman to my right is Chedji. This is the third time I'm attempting to start this podcast because I've completely lost my train of thought as soon as the beat drops in the intro. I'm sorry. I'm not with it today. I'm so tired. But that's because of golf. Chedji. That is because of golf. Um, uh, episode 44. Four. First things first, housekeeping. Guys, you're already listening to the podcast. Do me a favor. If you're watching on YouTube, just subscribe to the YouTube channel because that that is the only page that is just not moving. We're stuck on like 50-something subscribers. It's embarrassing, guys. We're, we're doing so well on TikTok, so well on Instagram, at Rise and Slice podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, it's just a shame we're not doing, we're not moving on, on YouTube. It's so difficult. Like, what do I need to do, guys? So, uh, yeah, you, please you subscribe. To, you need to go naked. I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I think you know. But if you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing a golf uh, T-shirt. Underneath this golf T-shirt, I'm, I'm sitting in my boxer shorts. <laughs> I'm not wearing nothing. I'm in my slippers, this golf shirt, and then boxer shorts. That's all Wait, I'm wearing. What do you think I'm wearing underneath <laughs> yeah. this? Golf I believe you. I, I genuinely believe you. So you, welcome what, back. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yeah, how's it going, Chenji? How's it going? You okay? Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. What did I do? Dude, Ooh. biggest yeah. news of the week or t- whatever since last episode. Ooh, you yeah. saw your mom for the first time in four years. I mean, all I had to do was give up a weekend of golf to go see her, right? I think that's pretty worth it, if I'm honest. Oh, for, for sure. 100%. How was it, mate? It was great. Very emotional, right? I mean, like the last <laughs> the last time I seen her, I didn't know how to play golf. <laughs> And now, you're a golf influencer. I'm a golf influencer. No, but seriously, but seriously, like let that sink in, right? Like three and a half years, so much has changed, and you know, you and I met, like, what? About I think two years ago, like two and a half years ago, something like that. Three three years ago now, right? Like yeah, two two years ago, and uh, you know, in the meanwhile, we've gotten into golf. We've started a podcast together. We played some really amazing courses throughout, you know, this country and abroad. And um, but all this time, yeah, I haven't seen my mum. So like, you know, obviously, there's so much to catch up. Uh, not enough time to catch up. It was just for like a couple of days. Um, very emotional. Definitely worth. But it is it's good. At least you can weekend. you imagine, right? You haven't seen your parents in four years. You you're lucky enough to you got you got to see your mum over in Poland. You kind of met <laughs> in the middle in a way. Um, can you imagine if FaceTime or the equivalent of like Chinese FaceTime didn't ex- did, didn't exist? And you just talked on the phone like the good old days. Devastating. And you could, you, Devastating. Mate, and, and like, mate that, that I mean, is incredible. I mean, you know, you've probably had that experience when you were a kid as well, right? Because I know you grew up in, you know, in, in oh, the Oh, big time. Yeah. And, you know, back I, in the days, there was no, there wasn't even Skype. So you had, nothing, to, you had to go nothing. buy like telephone cards for like, what, 20 pounds? That's, like that, that's just showing our age, mate. The, the young kids of today would not have any idea what we're talking about. We used to, we, it was too expensive for us to talk on the landline. So we had to go and buy like phone cards and call from like phone, um, phone booths. And even that, then, and that's that how was we would talk brought to people. I mean, and like, that was so yeah, expensive. Like a minute was still like, what, 50p, a pound? And it, had... it was not cheap, man. And we didn't have FaceTime. We didn't have Skype or so any sort of like webcam was service. So valuable. It was so valuable. I, I remember when I was a kid, my brother moved to England from Cyprus and it was like three, four years since I saw him. And I would, uh, mate, now it's just like, I remember how, how emotional it was when I first saw my brother for like the first time in like how many years. Now it's just, you, you can't, the good thing is obviously it's a shame that you haven't seen your parents in so long because of COVID. But be, uh, thankfully because of FaceTime, at least you could see their face and you can still communicate in like a, a deeper level than just a f- normal phone call. But, mate, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's time to be so difficult. Oh, my God. Going back to showing our age, we were going to live golf on Sunday, which is, uh, we'll get into that Story later time. on in the, in, 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 the, in the episode. And we were driving and we drove past, on, we were on the M1 going to London and we drove past uh, like an old couple. And I swear to you, the passenger, the old lady had a map, like a, like a paper map that she was looking on with like a finger on on like a spot. And I, w- I looked over and I was like, Jack, Jack, like, look at this lady. She's using, like, they're using a map to get around. Can you remember, like, using a map? 
yeah, like yeah, a physical A to Z map to I get mean, around. I don't really remember that, but I definitely remember printing out like Google Map directions. Yes, right. Mate, <laughs> we would get so lost. We would get so right today. I rely so much on my phone and the GPS on my phone. I would get so lost, man. But yeah, uh, showing our age is good. Bit of nostalgia. Sh- bit we- of nostalgia. Oh yeah, dear. We would definitely put it back. Yeah. But yeah, quick, um, I mean, quick one. I was, I was, in, I was in Poland right last week. Last week, and uh, yeah, you know how I don't know if I don't know if this happens to you whenever you fly, but I try to I try to look out and see how many golf courses there are that we're passing through. <laughs> no, I don't. I I'm you don't not do a that. Of flying. Okay, fair I'm, enough. But I always sit on the window. But it's either like really morning, like the last thing on my brain is, oh, there's a golf course over there. Yeah. Like I just want the plane to land. I just want to get off this death Mate, vessel. <laughs> I love, get on I with love my life. flying out of London Heathrow Airport, right? Because it's literally in West London, in Surrey-ish. Yeah. And yeah. literally surrounding Heathrow, you've got Sunningdale, you've got Wentworth, you've got um, Swinley Forest. You've got all the most amazing courses and I try to like literally just spot them, yeah? So as we're approaching Poland, as we're approaching Warsaw, I'm like, okay, so like, I mean, what kind of golf courses are there? And it was just potato fields. <laughs> so <laughs> Poland is not is not on a golf trip radar anytime soon then. No. Makes sense. But Adrian Moronk, Polish golfer, very famous. Yeah. You know, winner on the on DP World Tour, right, from Poland. Um, yeah. I hope you're they're saying that, that he's one of the favorites in Poland. <laughs> he, they're saying that he's one of the favorites to g- get in the Ryder Cup team, apparently. Yeah, he's been really good so, this season. Really, really good. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Great swing as well. Uh, powerful break, swing. That's it. Uh, breaking news before we move on to our lives and whatever we've been up to. And the news have just been announced right now as, as we speak. Two big, big pieces of news. Uh, number one is, if you haven't heard already, you probably have because this is like today, like Thursday, the day that you're probably listening and watching the, the podcast. Number one, um, the PGA and and Live, what a part of, like part of the deal is if they did merge, uh, one of the rules is that Greg Norman is gone as commissioner of Live Golf. And apparently Liv has, has accepted this deal and what they're going to do, they're not going to sack him off completely. But they're going to give him like a like a different role apparently, where he's not involved in any way with PGA Tour. That was almost inevitable, I, w- I would I would say. And the other big big news, I don't know how true this is because this is a bit surreal and a bit too good to not 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 too good to be true, but it's just it just doesn't make sense in in my eyes. Headline reads: Tiger and Rory owning live teams and playing in ten live events. So this is what it's been what Liv has proposed to PGA. Whether or not this happens, I don't know. But imagine if Rory or the top like tw- 10 top 10 players in the PGA Tour own like an ownership of Liv. That would be huge cuz that that's like the big thing now cuz Lionel Messi signed for Inter Miami and the incentive was that they would give him I don't know part ownership of mm-hmm. uh Inter Miami. Uh, even after he retired. So that was like a big incentive. So imagine if like Tiger Woods and Rory and I don't know, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, all these big, big boys, they were like, okay, we'll, we'll join with Liv. We'll play some Liv events, but we want ownership of Liv. That'll be huge. That'll be massive. So that's the new new news I mean, that's out now. I don't know. The caveat how- being that these are or, or were proposals, right? So proposals. Just discussions. So take yeah. that. So, so take, take that, that as you will. It was a huge grain of, grain of salt. And it wasn't yes. sort of, again, it's not, it wasn't announced by Lyft Tour or PGA Tour. It was it's actually proposals. documents that were yes. leaked or not really leaked, but it was like, again, no, 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 they weren't leaked, I don't think. By yeah. um, congressional hearing because they're in the middle of a, is it Congress or is it like, you know, I think it was Congress actually, the yeah. US Congress, uh, because they're in the middle of an anti. Um, you know, obviously, like it got dropped after they announced the partnership, but they were obviously going through um, some antitrust um, lawsuit, right? So, yes, you know, all these documents just showed that okay, they tried to work with each other. You know, some crazy, crazy proposals were made. You know, after what Tiger and especially Roy McIlroy have been through, like you know, talking crap to about Liv, it was just never, never going to happen. Like, I highly doubt. Rory will ever play in a live tournament because that, you know, he would be, that would ruin his legacy in a way. Don't you agree? 
Yeah, after saying all these things about live, 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 I hate live, I, I hate it. Like, and he you know, used some strong words. Exactly, used some very strong words, right? And to... You almost can't go back to your words like, after saying full, what you said. To do a full 180, yeah. right? You know, It doesn't make sense, right? You can't, you can't do that for like a golfer of his sort of, you know... I agree, mate. So it's going to be interesting aura. to see what kind of what what um uh I what kind of kicks off next year. It's it's going to be a good year next year for golf. I think it's going to be very very interesting for for golf fans. It's going to be huge. It's going to be absolutely mate, the absolutely. next the next season of full swing is going to be it's going to break some records. Mad, mad. It's going to be it's going I to mean, be crazy. Speaking of live, you were at live. How was it? I was at live. I want to get into that towards the end of the episode because there's a lot to unpack, right? Okay, okay. So I did go to live on the Sunday uh, with with like there was like a group of five of us. Um, so st- stick around, and I will tell you everything that kicked off at live, and uh, you'll be very surprised at, at everything that I saw and everything that I did. So firstly, I want to get into before we get into live. Talk to me. You went to Scotland on like a little weekend away. Yes. <laughs> you played golf mate like where you know, did you last play ep- last episode we talked about it right like you know um one of my best friends was visiting town in london and she really wanted to go to edinburgh i've been to like edinburgh like what three times already this year i have like okay don't get me wrong i love edinburgh i love scotland right but i feel like okay you know i'm not from edinburgh i don't have family there you know i've seen it you know ate the food ate haggis <laughs> like what else is there to by do the way to do? the haggis fritters whatever we had they were amazing yeah anyway, they were, they were pretty on. good sorry so I'm like, okay, yeah. surely I got to do something golf related. So there I was catching a 5.45 a.m. flight. Uh, sorry, 5.45 a.m. train from London King's Cross onto um, Edinburgh Waverley Station. And I carry my golf bag. And uh, guess what? I wasn't the only one. Like the whole train, it was- No like, way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can you, you see on the overhead compartments, golf clubs, right? So it's like what? a thing for people to go to um, Scotland, well, to go to- Edinburgh by train and then just take golf clubs alongside with you like and uh and also I was so surprised yeah I was like so before this trip I had zero logistics planned I'm like worst case scenario which is I'll, which is like you which is which exactly like Chenji like, you know again zero plan. turn up and go I, like literally I carry my bag I show up on a train and we'll hope for the best yeah and um yeah got to the hotel it was really really windy and you know we try to do a couple of things we try to actually go into like this little boat tour to see puffins like you know on the coast scottish coast but i think right. it was because it was so, so windy the boat ride just never happened because they, they cancelled it um right, so i was sense. like okay there was nothing else to do here this afternoon let's see if we can play some golf so right I'll check out you know train tickets to go to north berwick you know basically if you follow you know if you get out of edinburgh on the east side and go towards north berwick that's called um the scottish gulf Co- coast and in fact some of the world's best players are there right now um competing for the dude scottish open which is held at the renaissance club which is in uh well muirfield gullen you know around that area yeah so literally that was the air, that was the place where i went right um so wait so did you play north berwick i did not play with north berwick because i didn't okay. make it to north berwick so because i missed my train to go to north berwick so i caught a bus instead so I was like, there I was carrying it, you know, bringing my friend along, carrying my little, you know, carry bag, you know, put it, getting onto a double-decker bus. And one, about an hour ride, like 50-odd minutes from Edinburgh, I arrived in a sleepy town called Gullen. Um, Gullen Golf Course is, yeah. have you heard of him before? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was basically looking for tea times, right? And uh, if we're talking about North Berwick, Archerfield Links, Muirfield, um, Gullen, number one course. These were like the extremely, extremely expensive courses, right? And you probably when you say extremely, like how much, like, like in the three hundred, like, like three hundred pounds. Okay, right, all round. right, come on. I mean, yeah. yeah, expensive, right? However, it was a Saturday afternoon. Okay, it was a Saturday. Zero chance we were going to play some of the world's best golf courses on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. However, I found a tee time at Gullen's number two course. So in fact, there are three courses over there at Gullen. Wow. With this, with the number two course basically like in, in, in the same place same conditions and i looked at it like and looked at it around it was absolutely like amazing conditions essentially you just had a couple of holes less which didn't really face the coast right didn't face the water right yeah and for the friendly price of 60 pounds that's not bad yeah but the, the, the downside was it was like 50 mile an hour winds the downside was obviously there's a reason our boat trip got cancelled and it was because <laughs> of the wind 
So I show oh, up no. and I was blown away, literally and literally <laughs> and figuratively, right? It was just oh so God. beautiful. Literally all like, okay, you take the, and the best thing about taking the bus, right? Is that you get to literally um, cross all these towns and all these towns, if you go from Edinburgh, from Edinburgh to North Berwick, it's just full so of many golf questions, courses. Dude. It's just full of golf courses, man. I have I was so on the, many questions. I was on the second floor of the double-decker bus, uh, yeah. yeah, and you could just see everything, all the golf courses, and they were all links, all like along the coast. Wait, absolutely wait, okay, stunning, uh, beautiful. T- take a step back. Take a step back. Go on. You you got the train from London and you went to Edinburgh. Yes. How first of all, how much was the train? How much was the train? Like seventy pounds uh, round trip. 70 pounds round trip. How long was a train ride? Four and a half hours. Four hours and 40 minutes. And then you got to Edinburgh and you just obviously asked some people like, oh, I want to go to North Berwick. No, we didn't or ask like, people. What, I was just it? like, no, I literally just like got on my phone and said, okay, how do I get to North Berwick? Two options, train once every hour or bus once every couple of minutes. So so, the, so in my in my mind, please correct me if I'm wrong, right? In my mind, if you get a bus... The bus goes like around town in a way, and like outskirts no, this, of town. This bus goes towards like you know east. It's like it's got East Coast bus, and it goes all the way towards the east coast of um, Scotland over there. So wow! So you can literally just bus. get on a bus from Ed from Edinburgh. Yeah. And you, what is it? Is it just like bus stops outside golf clubs? Yeah. Li- well, literally, you know. There no is, way. Yeah. There's a bus stop in uh oh gosh, what's it called? Greg Craig Craigilor. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it like wrong, but you know, there's two courses right. over there. Next stop is like Gullen, which is where I stopped over and like two minutes walk, I'm at the clubhouse, right? And then the following stop was going to be oh like God, you know, near Archerfield Links. So like basically Renaissance <laughs> Club, which is where again they're hosting the Scottish Open right now. And then the final stop being North Berwick, which is literally right in front you know, pretty much in front of North Berwick Golf Club. Dude, I'm blown away. Like well, first, I was I was I, think- I was blown away as well. <laughs> <laughs> so okay now dude this could be like hear me out this could be like a spontaneous day out hear me out right and literally as i did that i'm like right wait a minute we could do the longest day playing golf on the scottish golf course and come back to you know derby london on the same day we should do that for the longest day challenge in 2024 dude the you catch this the is amazing. Five, you catch the five forty five a.m. train right from London, right? Yeah. So it's actually quicker for you because it's a bit closer from Derby. Yeah, and but that train d- 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 doesn't stop in Derby, does it? No, there's a cross. There isn't a- no, there's a cross country um, train from Derby direct to Edinburgh. You are blowing my mind. Yeah. Right. So okay, we arrive <laughs> at about ten by ten thirty. Okay, like ten seventeen, ten yeah. twenty a.m. Yeah, that's that's a good time. We that's wait. Fine. We wait for twenty minutes and take the train, which lasts thirty minutes to North Berwick, right? So by, yeah, um, so by half past eleven, you, you are. You could in, be playing at North Berwick. You are in North Berwick, and you walk for maybe ten minutes, and you're playing on a Sunday afternoon in North Berwick Golf Club. So, if we may assume like a four-hour round, yeah, that's what three thirty. And Dude, guess what? You're blowing my mind. And guess what happens after three thirty? Quick lunch off to the next golf course. Chenji, right? So I don't, I don't know why. Four, I don't know like why. About four thirty, <laughs> we start the next round. Yeah, four hours, eight thirty. Yeah, we take the train or take the bus. Um, go back to um, <coughs> Edinburgh, right? We can either spend the night there, have some food or whatsoever, or we just take the last train. Uh, no, I, I think the idea is. To go and come back on the same day and try and play two courses, yes. or even one. What what yes. a day out that would be! Yeah, what I didn't a day realize out. it was that easy. Yes, I didn't realize it was that easy. Yes, I did not. I thought I had to rent a car. I literally yeah, thought I had to I rent a car. Yeah, you go to Edinburgh and you rent a car and then you drive into the wilderness that is Scotland. But it's I, mean, just... I know, I know. But this is like public transport, mate. That train ticket costs no. five. A train ticket costs five pounds return, and a bus ticket costs like six pounds return. Chenji, please, man. Like, just one Sunday in like August. Let's please, we, we please, let's do this. Let's, let's do just this. go and just play one course and come back. Play one say, course. We went to record Scotland a pod- today. Record and play. a podcast and come back, dude. Challenge accepted, dude. Let's do it. We need to. We genuinely need to do that. Let's do it. Don't take any clothes with us. Just literally with the clothes we're wearing. The, our clothes golf we're bag, wearing a golf bag. Podcast gear. Yeah, literally. And just go. 
And I'm, I'll take a pencil bag. I don't care. I won't take all the clubs. I'll take half my set. And oh, then we'll just you're, play you're, golf. You're going to need all your clubs in playing in the, know, on those courses. Like, you're going to need know, all your clubs. Like, they were generally and, like... Oh so, God. basically, like, playing in Gullen, right? Number two course. You can see, obviously, like, number one course as well. And uh, yeah. literally, everybody was with caddies. Wow. Because okay. there were so many blind oh, shots. Chenji. The wind was so strong. And it's the first time ever that I'm really appreciating like a good old fashioned old school Scottish links. Yeah. That's amazing. It's just incredible. I mean, literally so, I felt, I'm pretty sure like I felt so sick afterwards as in like, you know, literally yeah. the wind killed me. Yeah. 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 Killed me. I, 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 I couldn't imagine. I mate. couldn't breathe. I couldn't walk. I couldn't like and, do and, anything. And I'm, and I'm guessing there was people around you. That would just, like just playing golf as normal, right? It yeah, wasn't, it was the Saturday. Wasn't the only it one was Saturday. I'm sure there were members' competitions going on as well, right? So that's mental. So your friend that went with you obviously doesn't play golf. She just oh, walked she, around the course. Oh, she wanted to like you know walk like nine holes with me. Like after the sec after the second hole, she's like, "Yeah, I'm going back to the clubhouse." <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's like a vlog. That that would be like a really cool vlog. Like a, a, literally a day out in Scotland. You should or do that. The, I think right. do you, we, we're doing it in August. Okay, we're doing it in <coughs> August. Well, I think it's even better if we go without planning anything and just find the first tea time that we find and don't even book anything. This yeah. is not like me. This is definitely like you. Exactly. I would love will, it. Mate, this, come I'm on. You're going to be, be flaring you're, up. You're going to be with I'm me. I'm going to be panicking. You're, mate, you're going to be with me. You're fine. You're, you know, like, you know, you know me. That, I'll, I'll, sort, I'll sort it out. You know I'll sort it out. I'm genuinely excited. That would be amazing. We just get up in the morning. Get the train to to Edinburgh and then just find a golf course, play golf, and then come back on the same day. That not would just, be amazing. Not just any golf course, but we're talking about like the, yeah, golf, I mean, the Scottish golf course coast. You yeah. can't really go wrong anywhere, anywhere there. So you're good. Wow, my, my in, I, I think I think we need to do that in the next like five weeks. We yeah. need to do that. Absolutely. Literally, as I was on the bus back you know, from the golf course into like a hotel in Edinburgh. I was just thinking, this has to be a day trip. Like, this is doable. This is 100% doable. I thought a lot more logistics had to go and into going no, to Scotland. Not at all. Right? It's all it's public transport. Like, Cost-wise, if we book ahead of time, right, we're talking about bad. we're talking about 60, 70 pounds for like a train ticket. Yeah. We're Return. Talking, we're talking about, let's just say we spend 100 pounds on like, you know, golf tee times. Yeah. So, yeah. and then like what, a tenner on a train ticket. Like two north. That's Berwick. amazing. We and, we right. definitely need to do that. So hundred. That's like how much? Hundred and, you know, eighty pounds. We have to do that. That's a very good idea. That's like one round at Woodhall Spa in Lincolnshire. That's how much I yeah. paid to play there. We <laughs> yeah. We could like I don't know. Just like relax on the train. You know, we could imagine if we recorded a podcast on the train. No, no, we can't do that. That's going too far. That's going too far. That's going too far. Never mind. Never mind. N now it's just my uh, my brain just. We going. should definitely do North Berwick. I'm down, dude. Ricky Fowler was there literally like yesterday or or the two days ago, just like, having around. He was in London in Sunningdale. I thought he was in Sunningdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like no, Justin mate, he, Thomas. He was. They were, mate, I was they like Wimbledon. They went to they Wimbledon. Were having the best I was, time. I was looking at the pictures that they posted. I'm just like, mate, they were literally around the bloody corner. They were in like a pub, Nags Head in Covent Garden. I'm like, what? Like a mile away. Right, like, imagine that. Imagine you going imagine, with your work mate. friends. Oh my god! Oh my god, mate! You would have got on your knees and started like kissing their feet. That would have oh, been amazing. I mean, no, I wouldn't do that. I would be like kissing all their feet. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Oh, mate. Like, yeah. Mate, that, imagine having a imagine having a pint yeah at your neighborhood pub, and then like Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, and Jordan Spieth show up. <laughs> no, it's not like, even that. Imagine you're you're ordering a drink, and then the guy behind you is like, uh, "Can I get a pint of lager in an American accent?" You're like, "Who is that talking like, in an American who is, accent?" Who's this Yankee? And like, and, like, and the you turn around, he's like, "Who's this guy in my pub, in my <laughs> ordering pub. pints and pies?" And then you turn around, he's, "Oh, that would be amazing." And it's Ricky anyway, fucking Fowler. <laughs> and, uh, imagine that, mate. That'd be amazing. Right. So while you were in Poland or Scotland, I was yeah. I was away in Cyprus. I went over for a friend's wedding. I went for like four days, quick trip, there and back, no problem. I managed to get a, a, a tea time in at Aphrodite Hills on the Monday. It was supposed to be like a four ball. I turn up, um, I get in my buggy and I'm like, uh, I go in the driving range, hit a few balls, you know, no problem, whatever, warming up. And then uh, uh, like a, this, the other guy that was a, my, the, the fourth person in the group was supposed to come. He turns up and he's like, oh, is it okay if I ride with you? I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Like, let, let's go together. So uh, they ended up, instead of having one four ball, they split us up into two two balls for some reason. I don't know why. 
So I ended up playing with this Scottish guy called Gary, old old boy, not not old. I say old. He's probably like in his early fifties, if that. And um, me and him go around. Uh, it's the first time that I probably played after that hills maybe four times. This is the first time I played like a full eighteen. Uh, full eighteen. Every time we went, it was either the front nine or the back nine or the back nine twice. Blah blah blah. It was. It was always mix and match. It was never from first to eighteenth, you know, all the way through. Um, I rented clubs. I didn't take my own clubs, dude. They gave me. I don't know if I told you this. No, they you gave haven't. me. Um, it was the same clubs that I used last time. Sim. Sim two max tailor made Sim two max, stiff, both irons, wedges. Well, what it was there was like one wedge. I want to say a pitching wedge and a fifty six. Yeah. And that's it. A putter like a mallet putter, a tailor-made again, and then the tailor-made same max um, stiff as well. It was it was down to eight and a half degrees. I couldn't hit the driver, but mate, the irons, I couldn't I couldn't hit the driver to save my life. The irons, mate, mate I was flushing every single shot. The hybrid was amazing. The, 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 the three wood was amazing. Dude, I shot my best ever round. No way. With my least favorite brand of clubs you just hate tailor made don't you you just hate i don't hate tailor made i don't no no no. i don't hate tailor made you just I don't just rank them the, as top three <laughs> i don't think they're top three just because they're a bit gimmicky that they, they, they i'm not saying they're bad clubs they're incredible clubs overall like obviously they're great clubs but i just don't like the marketing the marketing is a bit gimmicky forgiveness on all this malarkey i'm not a fan of that so what'd you shoot i shot 80 no way and ever since then that was last monday it's been what's today tuesday it's been uh, eight days yeah i could have played golf three more times since that round i've avoided playing golf on purpose because i knew what was going to happen i knew that i'm on i'm on cloud nine right now i'm like oh my god i'm telling everybody i'm taking pictures of the scorecards i'm like telling the family group chat that nobody cares about golf i'm like oh my god guys i just <laughs> shot 80 today like, what the i fuck can't believe it is that, is that good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I cannot believe what's happened today. I've had the best day ever. I'm so happy. And I've put off playing golf because I knew that I would not shoot anywhere near 80 the next time I played golf. And it would bring me straight back to reality. And that was today. And the, what a day that was to pick to play golf after my uh, record-breaking 80 uh, round. Today, I went to Forest Pines and I played golf with Dane Duffin and Mark Bentley. And I had a horrendous round of uh, of uh, sixteen holes because it started really, really raining. And and I, honestly, I'm glad we finished early. Uh, I lost about seven balls. Uh, my, I couldn't hit my irons. I couldn't hit my driver. I had probably seven good shots in like the the, the whole thing. I had a I had a lesson with Mark Bentley before the round, which was great. Obviously, that went amazing. We started the round. I'm excited to kind of play golf. In my mind, I'm thinking. I know what's going to happen today. I know I'm not going to be anywhere near what that what, what I was, you know, last week. It was rainy. It was windy. It was muggy. It, it was hot and it was raining. It, it just didn't make sense today. And uh, mentally, I was prepared to shoot a high number. What I would have loved is to play decent around Mark and Dane and, you know, um, you know, have a bit of a competition. Not competition like I would ever beat them, but, you know, because of handicaps, you know, be on there and and have a decent round. So it was me and Stel went uh, and obviously played with Mark with Mark and Dane. It took us five holes, Chenji, to realize that uh, we played match play. Uh, and uh, I thought that I was playing with Dane and Stel was playing with Mark. Match play like uh, Stableford, uh. right? It took us five holes to realize that, the, that those were not the teams. I thought we were four down. And I'm like, because obviously I was um, I was playing with with Dane and both me and Dane started off pretty bad. Mark can hit a ball. He is unbelievable. And he'll tell you like, oh, I had a bad round today. I'm pretty sure he went round and he was like, maybe two over. Maybe. If that. If that. He was out driving me. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm a long driver, but it's, I don't see many people that drive the ball quite far. And he drives the ball. And let's not... Mark, I know you're listening. I, you know I love you. And I can't wait to see you at the Open. He's not a young lad. 
and he it was striping the ball, mate. He was amazing. He he was he played great, and is the first time I played golf with Mark. Obviously, he's one of the best putting coaches in the UK, and when you're a, such a good putting coach, you kind of expect them to be really good at putting. Otherwise, not what's the point? Because obviously they have a lot of knowledge, but you almost want them to live up to the hype and up to live up to the expectations. Dude, he was putting everything from anywhere and anywhere. You know, he was just doing aim point. He was just, he didn't obviously three put once, obviously. You know, I said to him, when was the last time you three putted? And he was like, oh, I think it was like September of 2019. <laughs> and I was like, imagine that, that that's how little you three put when you He's, can pinpoint the exact. He was like, he was telling me the golf course, what hole it was on, you know, what went wrong and the date. And I was like, Jesus, mate. Like, <laughs> mate, you reckon, he's imagine that. you reckon he does putting for a living? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's like, um, I mean, don't, play, what don't like, play snake with this guy. Oh my God, mate. It's, you, you got no chance. I mean, th th the only way you'll play snake is if everybody three puts and he two puts. So if if he two puts, then the snake is, 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 is on him. Otherwise, there's no point. You, you, you got no chance. But yeah, Seriously? we had a good time. It started raining at the end. Uh, we had to finish early. Uh, of, oh, the teams, by the way, I don't know how Mark sorted this out. It would make sense if it was like a professional and an amateur or like a beginner and then a professional and a beginner, for some reason, it was Mark and Dane versus me and Stell. How does that make sense? I don't know. You you guys decided. No, Mark decided. I thought it was me and Dane versus Mark and uh, Stell. And then at the beginning, I was like, you know, hyping Dane. You know what I'm like? I'm like hyping Dane. Like, you got this. You know, come on, Dane. Show him. And then he kept looking at me weird. And then by the fourth hole... Uh, I was like, oh, what's the scores on the doors? And I thought we were four down or three down because uh, Mark was just like flushing every 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 shot. And then um, Mark goes, oh, um, you're uh, you're one down. And I'm like, how am I one down? He goes, well, you're you're playing with Stell and I'm playing with Dane. And I'm like, since when? Like, who made these rules up? It makes no sense. Like, it should be, I don't know, pro versus uh, a beginner. That way, the pro can like help the beginner out a little bit. But nope. no, apparently it's two it was, pros uh, it was versus pros. two beginners. But to yeah, be fair, mate, uh, they, your, they your, your handicap is so bloody low right now. You're almost a pro. Well, you say that. It it was funny. On like the 15th hole, I, I drove it into like the trees. Keep in mind, Forest Pines, you've played there before. It's like the Yorkshire version of, is it Yorkshire? Like the Scunthorpe version of, North Lincolnshire version of Woburn. Yes. Like There's just really trees. It's trees. so, dude, it's so scary, that course. Like the trees are so like intimidating and it narrows down the fairway so much. You cannot afford to make any mistakes. And I, I, fl I, I flushed one into the trees. <laughs> and I was like, I looked up, but I, all of them were like, you would never think I shot 80 last week, would you? And, and obviously they started laughing. I was like, <laughs> I was playing horrendous golf, but it is what it is. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm at that point in my uh, golf career where I could shoot 80 as easily as I could shoot 120. Easy. And today was a latter. So it, was, it, it is what it is. It, is. it was raining. But, you know, did you have a good time though? Oh, mate, we had a great time. Um, I went early, obviously, had a lesson. We had a cup of coffee. We, I caught up with Mark. Uh, I'm, thankfully, I'm, you know, I'm very happy about this. I'm going to see Mark next week and next Tuesday at the Open because he's going to be there for the whole week. And um, and I'm going to meet up with him next week. I'm going to go by myself. So, yeah, I can't wait to go and see Mark and spend some time with him. I'm going to meet his son. Um, I'm, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week. But I love Mark. Honestly, I've got I've got a very a, a soft a soft touch, soft spot for Mark in my heart. So yeah, he's a he's a very good man. I'm glad we uh, we uh, we kept in touch all all, all this time, and uh, it's going to be good. Shout out to but Mark. yeah, shout out to Mark and shout out to Dane. Uh, to two Dane. amazing golfers. Dane's short game is just so good, man. So what but did they could talk so about what did they score? It wasn't. It was. It was match play. So they they won by like like five, but like they were like five up. And we just couldn't get get anything back. Make and it then, make uh, by the step. guys. Make it make sense. How? What? Make it make on. sense. Like make it make sense. Pro gets paired with amateur. It's called a pro am. Yeah, like right? that would make like, sense. Like I, I, I was <laughs> hoping, right? If if I was with Dane, if I was playing with Dane, then Dane could help me out with my course management. He can help me out with the course. You know, no problem. Or if I was playing with Mark, Mark could help me out with with putting and all that kind of stuff. But then the second I found out that it was me and Stell, I don't tr I don't trust Dane's judgment. 
to tell me the right, uh, you know, uh, pin position or to tell me where to go. I don't trust uh, Mark's uh, lines on the green because that's all I know, mate. He could be telling me the wrong line so that he uh, he could win the hole. I mean, obviously, he needed no help to win, but you know, you never know. It is what it is. Speak, but next speak, time, I think. Speaking of putting, really quick, yeah. I just recently saw, like, you know, on Instagram. Have you seen this like augmented reality headset that you can read the greens with? Yeah, mate, it's amazing. It's put put view, I think it is. It's put view, dude. And well, it costs you one second. Cost, oh, go on. The, uh, the dog is is shouting. It's is, is barking. I'm just gonna let him in. One second. One go second. On, go on. Just, just talk, Let's go, talk. Tiger. Let's go, Tiger. Let's go, Tiger. <laughs> Right, sorry, yeah. Carry on about the put view. Yeah, the put view. Guess how much it costs. Do you know how much it costs? Uh, I think I think it's twelve grand. Yes, that's right. It's twelve grand. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we spoke about this on the podcast before. Hi, baby. Really? Say hi, everyone. Hi, Tiger. Hi, Tiger. Hi, Tiger. Hi, Tiger. Right. Anyway, I love it. Go down. Go down. Yeah. I need to leave the podcast. Yeah, it's twelve grand. Um. Uh. What's his name? Uh. Peter Finch got it. And, and, he, and he was testing it out and he, and he was doing it. It looks amazing. I mean, it's a bit excessive. I mean, especially cool. especially for illegal toy, right? Like, you know, I mean, probably helps you putt. But I'm just like, okay. No, no, no. For, for practicing, I, th- I think it's pretty... Sec- well, well, it's yeah, cool, but, what, but it's but, not 12 but, grand cool. Yeah, I know. But like, at what point do you like, okay, yeah, I should probably know how to read the greens instead of relying on a piece of technology that I can't use in competition. Yeah, but it's just uh, getting um, like the idea... Of mm. how greens work in a way, I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. Um, like you said, it is a lot. <laughs> Twelve grand for a, a toy at the end of the day, like you're never gonna properly use. How many times? You, you know, like, realistically, really, how many times imagine, are you gonna use it? Imagine though, imagine though, you know, with the Apple's um, like what's it called headset coming out next yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. gonna develop an app for that. hundred percent. Like you know, for golf. A hundred percent. Yeah. I would, I mean, I'm like, obviously it's like $3,000 or something like that, stupidly expensive. But yeah. the moment some kind of gold applications come out for that, I'm buying that. I am buying that. Yeah. Like, imagine, right, a virtual golf course on that headset. Well, that you say imagine, that this, that already exists. Well, yeah, but like... On, on the Oculus. Apple but quality. But it's terrible. Exactly. Yeah. Th- that's a difference. The, on the Oculus, you can play, but it looks like... Worse than like a like we like golf. We golf from two thousand and like what? It, it, lo- it, and, it looks 10. terrible. Yeah. If the graphics, let's say you're playing two K twenty three golf or whatever it is, PGA two K twenty three, and it's that level of graphics, and you're playing a game and you're in the game and you, yes, sign me up. I will pay. And the and thing is, we're not, we're not talking headset. about holding some like you know joystick or whatever like you know fake. No, no, no. Like yeah. stick. We're talking about holding a real golf club. Yeah. And it can recognize, you know, everything. Pretend that as if you were in a golf course and hit a ball. And it's like, it's literally your own simulator, isn't it? It's it's pretty cool. It's it's a good idea. I'm, I'm sure people are developing it already. And I think the reason why they announced the Apple headset so quick is for uh, publishers. Is that what they're called? To yeah. like develop mm. apps and develop programs for yeah, uh, for this. So Developers, that's the word. So uh, yeah, it'd be quite, it'd be quite interesting. I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if like this is the future. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, now let's talk about. Let's talk stuff? about. Let's go. Let's go into the main juice of this podcast. Okay. So Bryson let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So on Sunday, uh, very last minute on Friday, we decided to go to live golf at Centurion Club on the following Sunday. We bought tickets. Surprisingly, there was like tickets still available. Um, we got the tickets, we got the parking passes, we got everything. And we went on Friday, on on Sunday, and we thought, let's go and experience live golf with an open mind and see what is actually going on over there on the other side of the of the fairway, shall we say? <laughs> in a in a very uh short, what do you call it? Uh you know, in one sentence, I will tell you, Chenji. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. No way. One of the best golf experiences I've and, ever had. And that's coming from a live skeptic. I think everybody there was probably a live skeptic. And I can promise you, not a single person that was there on the f- for Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I promise you not a single one would come out and say that that was terrible. First of all, how the much way- the tickets? The tickets for the Sunday, for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was all the same price, and they were forty pounds for general admission. 
granted, you could have had a, you, you could have had a much better experience if you paid for the hospitality and all that kind of stuff, right? So there's a lot I want to get into about Live and about Centurion Club. My experience and then the experience that, that I could have had. My experience for a £40 ticket was incredible. I went in with an open mind. Uh, I... I got a parking ticket, so we parked somewhere like five miles away, and then there was like a parking ride, a free bus that took us to Centurion. Uh, everything was so well organized. Like you, you, as as live skeptics, and uh, probably ninety percent of the people there were walking around trying to find what's wrong with this place. I think that's that's almost normal, and I'm looking around trying to find things that are not normal and not good for this game of of golf. Dude, you're struggling to find things. And it's it's amazing how well everything fits in. And it's amazing how you left. I left and I was thinking, how was any other like PGA event not like this one? So we went there, we got um we got the bus, obviously, we parked away, we got the bus, we 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 went in. Um the tea times, obviously it's a shotgun start. I want to get into that as well. Uh shotgun starts the, everybody started at, at five past two. And Cam Smith's uh, group started at quarter past two from the first tee, and uh, as soon as we went in, we got given um, like a um, a bro like a what do you call it a leaflet with all the tee times on, not the tee times, but where because it's a shotgun start. Where was everybody? Where was what what a uh, hole everybody was going to tee off from? So we went in. It was like a like a joint agreement. There was five of us. We went in with three bucket list things that we wanted to see at live at live. Number one, Bryson DeChambeau hitting driver. Classic. Number t- number two, we wanted to see Cameron Smith put a long putt. Yes. Oh my God, that's 60, 70 foot. Oh my God, yes, gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. And number three, we were just wanted to see Daddy Phil Mickelson hit Daddy a flop Phil. shot. Oh yeah. Within 45 minutes. Wait, what about number four? Seeing DJ partake in some devil's dandruff <laughs> we'll get into anyway. that later on as well <laughs> sorry go on go on so we did all those three things within the first half an hour of us being there oh my god because it was a shotgun start chenji we we got the leaflet and we saw that bryson was teeing off on the fourth tee at quarter past two at five past two so we as soon as we went in obviously we we, we went like a I want to say an hour before tea time. So around one o'clock, we, 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 we were there. We, we, we were there. Um, gate open at half 11. So it's not like, uh, you know, the open where you can go from like seven in the morning and you're there till eight at night. That's nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's like a full day. Here, it's everything is so nice and compact. You know exactly where everybody is and you know exactly what time everybody's going to be there. So we knew that at five past two, Bryson DeChambeau was going to tee off from the fourth tee. And obviously, we I went on hole 19 and I saw the fourth tee was a long par four. So, yes, he's hitting, he, I'm hoping he's hitting driver. So, the first thing, so as soon as we went in, uh, the way you, you go in, so obviously we played Centurion, we we're lucky enough to play Centurion. And um, the entryway to get into like the general admission area was in like on the side of, on the right hand side of the first tee. Mm-hmm. So, on the right hand side of the first tee, there was like massive fields. Those yeah. were like, um, like normal that was like a makeshift. Yes, that's it. So that, that that was like a makeshift driving range for the players, and that was also like a private VVIP um, parking. Mm-hmm. So the buses dropped us off there. We go in, so we walk in front of the first tee, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm telling everyone, oh yeah, we, this this is where Stell uh, topped his drive on the first. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Show that, the that's video. the tree that Chenji yeah. hit. Yeah, that's the tree that <laughs> Chenji hit on his first. <laughs> anyway, so so then we go and then. Um, Obviously, it's all closed off. It's a massive driving range, uh, massive uh, putting green. And then at the bottom, it was like a short game area. So we kind of followed the crowd. The first thing we see was the putting green. Go on the putting green. You first thing you see, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. Beautiful, beautiful man. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Abraham Ansah. Uh, there was just everybody was there because everyone's teeing off at the same time. Half the people are either, well, the, a third of the people are the driving range. Second, third were on the uh, putting green. Third, third was where they were on the in the short game area. So wherever you went, you were just going to see somebody massive, and you you were so close to them, mate. There was no, there, there was just like a little fence. I could have easily hopped over. Obviously, not. I wouldn't do that. But you could have easily hopped over 
and just be like, oh, high five, Bryson. You okay? How's it going? You know, good luck today. But yeah, we, we got to see them. Then um, Bryson left the, the putting green, went to the short game area. So we followed, we, we, we went, we followed him to the short game area. We were quite far away. Like the short game area was quite closed off. But then we were like, okay, we've seen everything. Let's go and get a good spot on the fourth tee to see Bryson obviously hit a driver. So we went, um, we went about half an hour, 20 minutes before tea time. You with me? Sorry, yeah. I thought you were like, you were putting your hand up to say no, something. No, 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 going. Sorry, I'm just like visualizing yeah. the fourth one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The best thing about like that course is like we've played it before, right? It's like, yes. Yeah, well, you, that, that was the best and worst thing. I will, I will explain why later. So we get on the fourth tee. Uh, Bryson turns up about five minutes later. Oh, keep in mind, we go in. There's speakers everywhere, like big boy speakers. Mate, they're playing like electro rave music. So everybody's already like drinking, having a great time, like buzzing. And the vibe was just amazing. You, I can't, I can't. It was like going to a music festival and they would just so happen that they were playing golf brilliant love it right so then we go to the fourth tee and every tee box the speakers on at the tee box so they're playing like like how like electro music and then um an announcer c uh, comes on he goes oh uh players get to your taxis or get to your buggies uh we're going to give you a lift to, to the first tee five minute warning three minute warning one minute warning and then you see all the players you see bryson uh, come to the fourth uh, to the fourth tee by the way we have like the best seat in the house i'm standing right dude i'm standing five feet from bryson and i'm like i'm about to watch this man this freak of nature hit a drive i'm like i can't wait obviously wait, but, the, but the fourth is that the one the, the par five which is heading into the um into the field it is into but the heat it, it is a par five yeah it is a par five but they made it into a par four of for course live. yes for live yes that's right yeah so uh so we're like okay cool brilliant um, that was the perfect so, hole to actually see and rip a driver right it's a perfect exactly hole. Um, so he drives, obviously we're like, oh my God, dude, he drives the ball so good and without even trying and he just smokes it, man. It's on, and he just goes for days. It's, it's amazing. Like everybody's in awe. The good thing with shotgun starts is every, like, all, the, there's, there's probably 12,000 people there. Yeah. It's not a lot for major standards, let's, let's say, it's but good. it's still a good few people, right? And it's, Centurion is not a big place. So it's, it felt busy, but it didn't feel overly busy. Mm -hmm. so, we're um, so we're watching. And up, up, the good thing with Shotgun Starts is every, uh, all the people are spread out. So some people want to see Cam Smith um, tee off. So they're on the first tee. Some people are like, oh, we want to see, you know, Bryson rip a drive. So they're on the fourth tee. And then they're like, oh, I want to go to the 17th and watch Phil um, tee off. And then everybody's just spread out everywhere. So not everybody is like just surrounding the first tee. 10,000 people just surrounding the first tee. Uh, the, there isn't like a grandstand around the first tee or anything. So having 10,000 people around the first tee is just long. So that was like the best thing about the shotgun start is the fact that people were just spread out. So we knew that um, Phil was teeing off on the 12th or the 13th and Bryson was teeing off on the 4th and the 4th to the 15th tee no lie the fourth tee to the 15th green it was literally like on the other side of the like a little path yeah so we timed yeah, it perfectly par, it's the par three 15 like going back no it's to not parkland no no no, no it, it was a par four i don't know if it was a 15 i could be wrong but it was a it was the okay, it was okay. a par four yeah yeah so um so we we're like okay let's watch bryson uh rip this drive and then we'll just walk over to the 15th and wait for phil to come along so that's exactly what we did we we, we saw bryson um we walk over to the 15th. We wait uh, like one group behind. It was Phil Mickelson, Matt Wolf, and somebody else. And um, we see him, like you can tell Phil's like, because he was obviously quite far away. And all we were hoping for, he was like, he was in the middle of the fairway. He was like on the right hand roof. And he had like a really awkward light. Oh, but keep in mind, this was really far away from us. So I was like, I'm hoping to God that he, keep in mind, there was a bunker right in front of us. And with everybody around, around there, that like that was surrounding the green, they were waiting for Phil to like approach the green, right? So everybody was hoping that he just mishits it and just gets it in the bunker right in front of us. 
and he barely misses the bunker. He mishits it, or he lays up, let's say. He lays up, he barely misses the bunker, and it's about 20 yards, 30 yards out, and I'm, and everybody's just, like, rubbing their hands, like, oh, my God. Oh, dude. my God. We're, yes. And keep in mind, he, he, we, we were, like, right in front of him. He wasn't, like, 20, 20 yards to the pin, but he was on the other side of the fairway. He was right in front of us, dude. So and... he rose up. Me and him made eye contact. Uh, Jack, one of the lads that we went with, just started, oh, hey, Phil. And Phil just literally turns around and like nods his head, grabs his hat, and he's like, "What is happening right now, man?" We're oh watching Phil Mickelson just walking towards us. This is amazing. And I'm like, obviously, you know, I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. And then he just, you know, lines up, just flops it, gets it to the like within like three feet, if that, to the hole, just checks, just like you know, bounces one and stops dead. And we were like, dude, this is amazing. We we, we watched him uh, put it. We watched Matt Wolf mess up on that hole. Um, he completely messes up. And then we watched him um, drive on the 16th. And then we went over, watched Cam Smith putt and chip. We watched Brooks Kepka putt. We watched, dude, I've never watched, because it was so compact because of the shotgun start. I have never watched that much golf ever in my life going to a, like, a, like, like an event. Mm. Because mm. there was just golf everywhere, like amazing players. Because you, you could just action. follow there along. There wasn't even time for you to grab a drink or lunch because like nothing, nothing. Because you're like, we're here to watch golf. Oh, keep in mind when they teed off. I'm thinking, oh, as soon as it, like you know the, the event starts, the music is going to stop. The music doesn't stop, Chenji. It changed to like relaxed, like house music, and like it was still pretty loud. Like you could hear it throughout the whole course, and like. And I'm thinking, like, what what happens? Do we stop talking? Obviously, there was like volunteers with like the zip it signs. That was pretty cool. Like the quiet, the quiet signs, quiet please. Yeah. The, mean, meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, like there's like loud music blasting through the speakers, and they're trying to. It's shush completely, the dude. It's <laughs> completely pointless to have them there because there's music blasting. <laughs> the people are, are, are respectfully quiet, but there's people still like chattering among themselves. So it's not never. It's never dead silence. Talk, Obviously, talk, the players talk about the most useless volunteer like job. I know, right? <laughs> like... Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're, we're like, it's quite pointless to have them there. The players don't seem to mind. The players seem happy. Um, you know, they were happy to be out there. They were, you know, they were playing some amazing golf. Um, they had DJ Snake and, and Alesso, two of the biggest DJs in the world, playing on Friday and Saturday. Obviously, there was nobody there on Sunday. Just as wanted everybody gone, but like the food after after we watched like whatever we wanted, all, all the golf that we wanted to watch, we went over to like the food village, dude. Even the food was amazing. I've never had good food at like a like a golf event. Normally it's like crappy fish and chips. Yeah, it was it was like amazing chicken and like Chinese, and there was a Greek guy doing gyros and souvlaki. No dude, way. they were all packed. Everybody was like drinking. There was like a kids area. Like if you if you took your kids, if uh, kids under twelve were allowed to go for free, dude. There was like get, like bouncy castles for kids. There was like a chipping area, uh, like a like a mini golf, like a crazy golf thing for kids. Mate, it was it was so interactive with with the people. We had uh, the best time. We had a couple of cocktails. We watched a crap load of golf. Uh, we walked pretty much the entire course. Uh, we walked, mate. The, uh, the other thing that really, I don't know, we played Centurion before. I'm infamous for not remembering holes at golf clubs. Dude, I don't know if they changed like the course layout, but 99% of the holes, apart from like the first and the third, I didn't recognize a single one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like, you know, yeah, the thing about Centurion is, right, they have, like, what, five or six different tea boxes, right? No, we no, no, but it, it doesn't matter. Even even when they were, like, on the back tees, you could see, like, the yellow tees. And I was looking down, I was looking, and Stell, he's really good at remembering holes. And I'm like, Stell, do you remember this hole? And he's like, I don't have a clue what this hole is. Like, I don't remember it. What? And then we're going on to the next one. I swear to you, Chenji, I swear to you. And then we're walking down, and I'm like, Stell, I I please... Correct me if I'm wrong. I do not remember this hole. And it's like, I have no idea. I, but, I don't remember playing this hole. But do you remember, though, like the 8th, 9th, and 10th, where it's like, you know, surrounding the halfway house? Surely you remember those. It's where we met, like, I, I remember Minx. those. We didn't see a halfway house, Chenji. The halfway house where we where we saw Taro Minx uh, drive, drive, right? Like, hit, hit a shot. 
I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember seeing a halfway house. I don't remember seeing the, the, the pond. Re remember that, that massive lake or yeah, pond? on the 12th. That's that, the 12th that, hole. I don't, we didn't see a lake. We didn't see a pond. I don't know. It, how I does that know. happen? It, like how? I know. Literally how? I know. I, I completely agree with you. We were looking around. And I'm like, we saw like a patch of like water. And I'm looking at stuff like, is this the, is this the pond that like, you got the ball in? And I was like, I don't think it is. We were like looking around trying to like judge. And like, where, where are we? Like, what's going on? But it was proper. It was really weird. I don't know if, they, I don't know. Oh, I don't man, know. That's, that but, is yeah. weird. That's freaky. Really, 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 really weird. Um, yeah, music was blaring. We we all had a great time. Oh my god. The pro shop with the, the or the merch tent was the most depressing. I don't know. Uh like tent Mate. you have ever seen in your life. Dude, that's, that's we the, went in. That's the exact same comment that we had when we actually went to play in Centurion and we went to the pro shop. That's true. Actually, yes. It was the pro tiny, shop at Centurion was the size of my room. That honestly, the pro shop was probably twice the size of my little office. It was tiny. But I mean, you're thinking, live, they've got billions and trillions to spend. And I'm going to walk in and it's going to be like a massive tent full of like merch and blah, blah, blah. Dude, it was a tiny, depressing little tent. And all they had was like crappy, cheap, cringy T-shirts of like uh, the goats and uh, the Majestics and um, the Crushers. It was all just no one's going to buy them. No one's going to buy them. Dude, you'd be surprised how many people how many people we saw with like hats and everything on, which makes sense. But the, all, the, all they had, this is no word of a lie. They had t-shirts. They had hats. And they had golf towels. That's, That's all they had. Balls. Golf balls. No. Nothing. No balls. No pitchforks. No ball markers. No nothing. No flags. And none of it was Centurion branded. It was just like nothing was Centurion branded, dude. I was I, I wanted to get like a minimal live golf shirt, like all oh, that's all I wanted, like a minimal live golf shirt, dude. It was like 110 pounds. What? Yes, just a pl like literally a a black shirt like I'm wearing now, and it said it had the the live uh, go uh, golf logo on the chest, and it said live golf on the on the on the arm. It was like 110 pounds. And every I, I other, thought like, St. Andrews teams... was like a ripoff. No, it's mate. St. Andrews, like for first of all, St. Andrews is, you expect it to be a ripoff because of the history, because of the golf course, because of the, you know, what St. Andrews actually is. Makes sense. Dude, we went to St. Andrews. We spent so much money. We needed like an, another car to carry everything back that yeah. we bought. Here, it was the cheapest day out. I spent £40 on, a, on the ticket and I spent £25 on food. That was it. Brilliant. and drink that was it but overall we had a great time it was very um uh hospitality based you could tell so if you paid that extra and you had like a i don't know i think it was like three four hundred pound a ticket you could be in the hospi hospitality tents uh you had way better views of like the 18th green for example the majestics but what i gathered that they're, they're very they're trying to push the team element so everything, everywhere you see is like, oh, um, 12 team, uh, uh, 12 teams, who, 12 teams who are you picking? You know, that kind of slogans, like very American slogans or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you, you did see a couple of people with like Majestic's hats and like Crusher's hats and t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. But some teams that's like, they don't care about pushing the team element, but Majestic's, I have to say, which is Majestic's is uh, Lee Westwood, uh, Importer, Henrik Stenstedt. Henrik Stenson and uh, somebody else, there's, there's, like al they alternate. But they had, mate, everything you saw was like Majestic uh, branded. So they had like a chipping area where you could go and chip into like a, like a hole, like a tiny little hole. And if you chipped it in, you could have uh, met, like you, you, you had access to the Majestic uh, tent, the tea party uh, tent that they were calling it. So you could go and like meet the players that you got merch from them, sign merch and all that stuff. Also, they had like a bunker challenge where it was like a bunker shot. If you got it in the hole, you could again go, you had access to like the Majestic's tent. There was like an 80 foot or like a hundred foot putt. Like if you got it in, but again, but this was all Majestic. Uh, so Maj the Majestic's had uh, like their own little tent behind their first tee. That was pretty cool. But other than that, you could tell it was very corporate, uh, very well-dressed people, very good people. Like the audience was like very young, 
um, like my AR age kind of kind of uh, demographic that you didn't see that many old boys. They, they were they were around, but it was it was definitely like a younger like I would say twenty four to like thirty six kind of crowd. Uh, everybody was having a great time. Everybody, there was a lot of people. You know, when you go to like, we went to like, you know, like two, three PGA events. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dressed in like golf gear and like golf shoes and all that kind of stuff. You, you didn't see any of that there. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mate, th- there were people there with like football shirts on. <laughs> and like, you know, it was, it was a Ge- bit, that was geezers. a bit weird. Geezers. Proper geezers. Proper geezers. <laughs> but uh, overall, we, everybody left happy. We, like the vibes were amazing. The music, see now, after like going around and like we spent, you know, seven hours at Centurion watching Live Golf and and there was music blaring out of, of the speakers. I can't imagine going to the Open next week and not having music playing. And with the quiet, like, you know, volunteers holding quiet signs. For it yeah, to be quiet. it was just, <laughs> it's such a different, they, the slogan is literally golf but louder and it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like everybody was loud, everybody was cheering. Oh my god! Everybody was booing Patrick Reed, obviously. Oh my god! I oh may have god. joined in, you know. Oh my I god! May or may not. Cannot, I don't know. Cannot, nor, cannot confirm nor deny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, dude. We we we've seen so much golf up close and personal from everybody. Pat Perez, we we saw him put like a like a 35, 40, 40 foot putt, and uh, he went mental. Like like we we all went crazy. Uh, Brooks Kepka, I think if I'm not mistaken, he was in the same group with Pat Perez. It was just we were so close to all these legends of the of the game. I don't know, man. It was very. It was like a very intimate tournament, and everybody was just relaxed, having a good time. There was like the I don't know. I don't know. I I'm definitely going back next year. I would anybody listening. I would hundred percent recommend you go and experience live. It was definitely definitely a great day out. Um, I would yeah, it, mate. We loved it. I, loved I would it. love next to year hear. To go. I would love to hear your comparison. You know, next week when you go into the open, right? The Just, two different things. Honestly, I know, I know the only thing different. that the, the only thing that they have in common is that there's people holding like metal sticks and they're hitting a small white ball. That is the only thing they have in common. Everything else is different. Like Everything there's only one comment I want to make, right? Like obviously, when we're at the open, we're there doing practice day, so we see you know players that she spent all day, like two days, just practicing. Right. Yeah. Um. You know. Obviously, every single shot super quiet. The focus on every single shot, and then we've got live. There's no practice days. Literally, you're here on Thursday, and you just start smashing balls. Right. And yeah. then you're you're on the tee box, and there's like house music blasting through the speakers. <laughs> yeah. And they're equally scoring good. Like they're scoring well. No, mate. The the golf was amazing. Like, like they were playing some really really good golf. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. So like. Yeah. Okay. You know. Is PJ just a bit too stuffy, really? Like it should golf in general is is known to be a little bit stuffy, and I think live is is a good way to get new crowds in to try and enjoy golf. And I'm I'm all for it, man. I'm, I am genuinely. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna like every live golf event. I'm not gonna be like on you know on the on the website watching you know watching it religiously. I, I'm not a fan of any teams. In you know within live, I'm a fan of live, uh, but as an event to visit and you know experience is one of a kind. Amazing, one hundred percent. I would next, recommend. Next time we should definitely go on a Saturday and have a DJ as well, mate. Yeah, Friday Saturday they had like the the, the uh, golf finished at seven. Everybody headed over to the the main stage area. DJs came out. Everybody was like carried on drinking. Don't get me wrong, it, it, it wouldn't be like everybody, but there's a good four or 5,000 people just having the best time ever. Brilliant. That's the brilliant. only bad thing that needs a bit of work is that the scoring system, if you want to follow along, obviously, as because it's golf and you want to see like the scores, it's so difficult. Internet was terrible there. So I couldn't like log into Live Golf app. Keep in mind, the Live Golf app is terrible. Like it needs so much work, like refreshing and like showing you live scores and what hole everybody's on. So it's very difficult to navigate. There was massive screens showing scores, but they were in very specific locations. So it was very difficult to to follow along because um, Stell had like had a golf bet on for Cam Smith to, to win it. No way. Yeah, he did. He did. But at one point, him and Patrick Reed, I want to say, it was like first and second. Cam dropped a shot. Patrick Reed gained a shot. It was quite close, but we didn't know where it was. So we were watching them play golf and we were like, okay, so what's his score and what's his score? We didn't know what was happening. But overall, 100% I would recommend anybody listening, whether you're in the UK or abroad, 
Go to your nearest golf event as soon as possible. I promise you, you will not regret it. You will have the best time ever. Um, and yeah, amazing, amazing. Next year, we're definitely going, dude. Imagine if you it. became a, a member at Centurion, dude. We could have been behind the ropes, walking along and just having the best time. But it's it's okay. We could we could we can pay next, when next. this podcast makes it big. Uh, we'll pay the seven next. grand fee to per, to play with Patrick Reed in the pro am. Yeah, or we can like boo next to his face. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, yeah. If, he's, not very, he, he's not liked. And you know, I don't. I know. I'm, I'm going to stop the podcast there. I don't, I don't want to talk bad about Patrick Reed. Yeah. Uh, we can do that off air. We don't need to do it on air. But yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, on that note, guys, the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Like and subscribe. Please subscribe. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Rice and Slice. Uh, Especially podcast. YouTube. Please, yes, if you stayed this long, you might as well. I mean, if you stayed this long, you're probably already subscribed, <laughs> to be yes, fair. Yes, pretty much. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Um, you know, yeah, and uh, we'll see you again next week. <laughs>